You sure you weren't followed? Okay. Here's the situation. Things are a bit hot right now, and if I get a signal, I may have to leave suddenly. Look, it's our job to take risks, not yours. We feel bad bringing you into all this, but there's no one else we can trust. We were on an op. Covert operation. And this one got a little rough. <sighs> Cairo was a day in the beach compared to this. Did you read the paper yesterday? Well, if you did, then you know. This is the Parking Lot Podcast, where your friends, Kay Latimer, Maggie Prince, Elise Bailey, and myself, LH, had to get together and talk about all the things we're working on, the things we love, and how True Lies is a fun, goofy action movie with incredible set pieces and performances, although some parts just don't hold up in 2021. Something just came over us. We had to nail this movie, no matter what the risk. It got pretty hairy. We thought it had us a couple of times, but we really can't take the credit. It's the training. Shapes you into a lethal instrument. You act in a microsecond without even thinking. That's what happens when you've been podcasting as long as we have. Just remember, fear. Fear is not an option. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Traveling Parking Lot Podcast. This time from, are we allowed to say where we are, Maggie? Do you, yeah. Yeah? Okay. We're at Maggie Prince's parents' house. Yes, we Ooh, are. Big ups. Yeah. Grown adults just moving from parents' house to parents' house. Living yeah. out of a bag. They're locked Living in out the of basement. Two LCBO <laughs> carryout bags. Yeah. That's a good, there's a good energy in this room. All we need is a room. Always yes. a room. You, we can record it in each other. We can record at your house, listeners, if you'd like us to do a live show. Please Just, let us know in our Instagram DMs if yeah. you have a room for us. You have to uh, sign up for our Patreon in order for that to happen. You do have to pay us to use yeah. your room. Yeah. And don't even, even if you don't want to do that, just. Send us a hey in our DM because all we get is just, hey, promote this on bungbung.net or whatever. Or we hate you and this sucks. Yeah, it's usually that. <laughs> or sometimes it's somebody, one of the four of us on the parking lot account DMing me. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just, and I respond and I'm like, and then I go into the parking lot account and I'm like, it's a message from me. I'm like, should I open it? And then whoever sent it to me and I don't know who it was. Or it's cool. like it's like somebody Wait. sending a joke to Sarah and I'm like, I don't yeah. know who it was. You're like, should what? I respond? <laughs> Yeah. What if every time we each respond to like the message from Sarah? Yeah. <laughs> oh, do people DM us and we individually go in and respond? Is that what you're saying? Kind or like, of. Or like one of us will like send something to somebody, but like from the parking oh, lot. Accidentally yeah. from the parking I got it. Yeah. yeah. I feel like we have so much to catch up on because like, well, by the time you guys are here, it would have been last week. Last week we had a, a drive-through conversation, but like now we have like two weeks worth of week stuff to catch up on. So yeah. who wants to get the ball rolling? Actually, first question I wanted to ask you, Kate, did your parents have a great time at that? Okay. Did Maggie just let one rip? Okay. <laughs> what is the vibe? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get air. It's so good. <laughs> sorry. You're dying. I don't know why I did that. That was really funny. He's never going to ask his question. <laughs> no. No, that joke is over now. I had to do it one time. I thought it was pretty funny. I wasn't going to do it. I was like, She's literally no. crying. What if nobody laughs? 
The important thing is you're laughing. Well, it was really funny. I'm sorry, Elliot. You're crying. I, just, uh, I thought it was really funny. <laughs> so funny. I've been thinking about it for like 10 minutes ever since it happened. <laughs> Elliot did try to ask this question before, so let's let's give okay, it a floor. Okay, sorry. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> um, Kate, did your parents have a good time at that gala? <laughs> just get it out quick. <laughs> Writes it down on a piece of paper. <laughs> so my first question is to Kate. <laughs> Um, they had an amazing time. So we went, uh, we've mentioned this before, but Elise and I are sponsoring a refugee through our work and, uh, we had a fundraising event for him, uh, cause he's imminently arriving in Canada. So, um, basically a lot of people who were fundraising or who are sponsoring him are, are classical musicians. And, uh, so we had like a rooftop patio event where you paid 50 bucks at the door to come see live music. And, um, we, we'd never met any of these people before only in Zoom. real life. Yeah. It, um, so I went in with a very low bar and I invited my parents and their friends and Elise and Elliot and myself. And that was, those are the only people I knew at the event. My parents had an incredible time. So they st- they went out for dinner beforehand and got drunk. <laughs> they had three bottles of wine between the four of them. And then we got to th- this place and it was a penthouse. It was like such a drab looking apartment building. Um, very nondescript. Hideous, I would say. <laughs> yeah. Very stuck in the 70s. And then we you go upstairs and it's the most beautiful penthouse I've ever seen. Like kind of old fashioned. Um, but the outdoor area was like, it was just, it was a perfect view of Toronto and it was a perfect night. And it was the first time anyone had sort of like been feeling normal in, uh, post COVID and, um, night of the full moon. It was like a beautiful, it was a beautiful full moon, full moon, crazy moon, moon. that was kind of red because of the forest <laughs> fires and, um, beautiful. really beautiful. gorgeous. And my mom, uh, cried during the first piece because she was like so overwhelmed with like how nice this moment was um my dad had a really good time chatting with us and i think he also liked the music um (laughs) we should preface when you say live music we don't mean just like an an average band yeah elliot could you describe the the entertainment okay so there was like the entertainment was broken down into two sections there was the first section which was a violinist and a keyboard player. And the violinist Aaron Schwabel is in our uh, group. Mm-hmm. And it was like uh, he would like stand up on the stage and they'd be like, "This is this piece, and this is why I think it's like it means makes sense for this evening, and this is what it means to me." And other then they would play or whatever, and then they would stop. Everyone would clap, and then the next piece would resume. It was very like an actual like you've come to watch the music, not just very like a band intimate. playing in a bar. Yeah. And then the second group of people was an opera singer and a keyboard player. And I didn't know it was going to be opera until he just started just belting it out right away. And I was just like, That's it, crazy. it hit me very hard it right was, away. He was incredible. And so the the opera singer and the violinist are a couple. And mm-hmm. that was the first time we'd met his 
partner. And that was the first time we met Aaron in person. Um, and yeah, and it was just like, and they were saying too, that that was the first time they'd ever performed together. Cause then at the end they all played a song together, which is beautiful, but it's just like, it invokes such a reaction from you that you're not even expecting because like, I probably would never go out of my way to seek out that kind of classical music or opera. But then hearing it, I was like, I love this. And like the opera singer was so like theatrical and engaged and he did all these like really different kinds of pieces. And like, I loved it. And like, yeah. it just all worked together so well. And like, I didn't realize that the majority of the event was going to be music i thought it was like aaron would play a few songs and then whatever we all mingle so i didn't i wasn't expecting like almost two hours of music yeah, which it was is a what concert. we thought it was like a concert blackbird singing in the dead of night <laughs> yeah he did yeah. Some, some modern yeah. covers he did some modern i was like is he gonna do uptown funk oh, but he, <laughs> he almost did yeah <laughs> yeah he was like please stop yelling i'll consider uptown <laughs> funk uh yeah but Elliot it was continued. a great night my my only regret was that I stupidly didn't invite Maggie because I didn't want the pressure of her having to feel like she was going, she had to go to like a fundraising event. But as the night transpired, we were at a pre-party with Maggie and we were then going to a party after with Maggie. (laughs) So there was just this weird chunk in the middle where we were like, Okay, you, bye, see Maggie. Later. Where, where see Maggie later. had to well, go home and change and then <laughs> slowly go to the third party. Yeah. It was a fun time. Well, other than missing that party, how was the rest of your week, Maggie? Uh, it was it was really nice. Um I've been watching this show that Kate has also been watching, and we watched the latest episode together. Uh, and I'm really digging it. It's called uh, The White Lotus or White Lotus. Is there a that in front of there? I don't know. I don't know. But it's just like a kind of about like a rich white people who are um, f- very privileged and like possessing uh, like see like kinda, and it's all about like possession. It's, but they're all on vacation at this Hawaiian resort and it's all about them. I don't know. Oh, it's, it's on Crave. Yeah, it's on Crave. Yeah, I've seen um, the trailer for that. But it's really good Hmm. it's really funny it's like black comedy yeah black comedy and it's the production value is really high so it's so beautiful but the music is crazy because it's kind of like it it feels like you're watching like a horror movie it's a soundtrack but it's just like this weird black comedy of watching people who have so much money just combust on a vacation Mm -hmm. it's really good it's really good jennifer coolidge molly shannon molly shannon that um, chick from euphoria Conan, Connie Britton. Uh, oh yeah, Connie Britton's in it. Yeah, it's from Friday Night Lights. Jennifer mm-hmm. Coolidge, though, like this is the show is like I'm so happy she has this like vessel or like I hope there's like a Jennifer Coolidge renaissance after this show because that she's latest such a episode, basic looking bitch, but in fact she's th- really interesting. Oh, Jennifer Coolidge is not basic looking. She's so odd Bend looking. and snap. Oh, Bend that's snap. Jennifer Coolidge. I yeah. thought we were talking about the young one. Oh, no. Yeah, she's great in that. But Jennifer Coolidge, like, yeah. she's the star of the show, in my yes. opinion. She's not the main character, yeah. but holy. Agreed. I she Episode three. I was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. It's Just, really like, amazing. I, she's so she had me crying. Like, oh, Sydney I, Sweeney's in it. Yeah. That's what you mean by the girl from Euphoria. She's really great. And she's like this. She plays like a mean teenager and she's so scary. Oh, this has a good cast. It has an insane oh, cast. Other than that, I don't really know what I... I've been like getting my paintings together because I'm possibly going to like just get rid of them all and try and sell them over time, which Kate seems to have an opinion on, but I'm like... 
I what, think they're you, building up in my room and I, I want money. So <laughs> no, I think it's good to do it. It's just I'm going to paint more. Yeah. For me, it's just very sad because I feel like uh, when you're like famous, we you won't own any of your early work. It'll all just be. Pu- I'm in not the public. selling them all. And I'm also not going to be famous, but like I'm not selling them all. OK. I support you. Huh. Anyways, I've been taking lots of like photo shoots of stuff. Nice. People have and to sell their work. Van Gogh sold his work. Where are you going to yeah. sell your work? I have yeah. a website. Look how he turned out. Where can people buy it? MaggiePrince.art. heard of him. MaggiePrince.art. Yeah, there's a shop. Great. There's a shop there. You can buy prints. Link in bio. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, who has, Elliot, how was your week? It's good. Uh, aside from the dinner party, I've been just watching a lot of stuff. We finished the Loki show. Loki's. It, we you fell asleep. We is a strong word. Yeah, you fell asleep through most of it, but it was cool. It's, you watched four episodes. I snored. Like the Marvel stuff is getting into a territory with comics where like they can start just to do whatever they want with no consequences because they're opening up the Marvel the multiverse, which I'm sure you guys are all just as excited as about very as very excited. Um, and yeah, speaking of Marvel stuff, Maggie is helping me with a very cool project that by this point you would have seen it last week. We're gonna go through all the. Well, I'm going to go through all the Marvel movies yeah, and rank again, and review them. Yeah, is a strong word. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't want to put you guys through all that and talk about it every week. Maybe we'll like guess. Maybe we'll have like little spot reviews. Yeah, if there's so one well. in particular that you guys actually want to watch and like, I love Spider Man. One like that, we can do Spider Man. Like, we can do the fun, like the better ones of them if you want to. Yeah. I'll do Iron Man. I just don't want to watch Iron Man Thor is next Ragnarok. Week. I just don't want to watch Ant Man. Yeah, same. Or Ant Man yeah. and the Wasp. I do want to watch the Ragnarok though. You don't. Because I watch heard that. it's like kind of queer. Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> is it? Is it? Uh, I, or am I, I being led on? It's more eccentric maybe than the other ones. But... It's probably the funniest movie of all okay. of them. Okay. But um, yeah, I'm very excited about that. Um, we did a little overnight shoot the other day, which was fun, in Union Station. Am I allowed to talk about that? Yeah, you can talk about that. Yeah, that was cool. Just being on set and uh, doing the slating. Mark! Doing stuff like that. Scene six, take one. Yeah. You're good at that. What's it like being in Union Station in the middle of the night? Uh, A lot of weird people in and out of Union Station at two, three, four o'clock in the morning and outside of it. Like, it's just a weird vibe of people. This guy took a shit on a bench and ran to the bathroom to get some toilet paper. Instead of wiping in the bathroom, took it back to the bench and started wiping. What? Through the bench. Through the bench, yes. No Uh, one sat in that bench afterwards? No. He, was, he shit through the bench. Yeah. yeah, it's like a metal bench with like slats he in it. He was like sitting in the bench and he was like super hunched over so far. Like his back was doing like a whole U kind of thing. And she yeah. was like completely over looking at his brand new Samsung phone. But he looked like he was homeless. But he had a whole bag full of luggage. He was probably waiting for a train or something. But were his very pants strange. down? Yeah, like he was wearing like three pairs of pants that were all in various states yeah. of dress. He was just wearing a bunch of weird stuff. He's wearing enough pants that he pooped through one and it was unobstructed. Yeah, he was going through a difficult evening. But um Was yeah. he inside or outside? Inside. inside. Very close to like right outside the green room. Yeah. And he just you watched him shit? I saw the aftermath. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. So that was fun. <laughs> uh we went to the movie theater for the first time since it's been closed. This oh, last yeah, time. yeah. So we I. saw The Quiet Place 2. We did. Which was pretty good. I wrote a review about it for the August newsletter. Yes. Uh yeah, subscribe to the newsletter so you could see that. You will have missed it at this point, but um 
Hopefully you already subscribed. There'll always be another one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they can read it. We're going to figure it out so you will be able to read it. I'm, yeah, we're going to post. I think we should we'll like get keep the reviews together. and stuff like on the website at some point in time so that they, we can't uh, lose that's them. that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, the movie was good. It was weird because like you, again, it's like it's set up so that you can't sit directly next to other people. But like their system got all screwed up. So we were just sitting directly behind someone and in front of someone. And we yeah. got called out by the... The guy who worked at the movie theater, he was who, like who shining just acknowledged a light on us, it, but didn't address, like, didn't fix the situation. He just was like, "Oh, are you guys in the right seats?" And we were like, "Yeah." And technically, we have all three seats on the other side of us. And he was like, "Oh, well, there's someone sitting in front of you and someone sitting behind you." And we were like, "Yeah, there are." And he was like, "Yeah," and then he left. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, you're not going to ask anybody to move. Wholesome customer service. Okay. I feel like he was, it was so early in like the restarting of it. He didn't want to just start an argument with somebody right five minutes before the movie started. Yeah. It was a weird time to check. Yeah. Yeah. And then to cap that all off, Ted Lasso season two just started and the first episode was very good. And I'm very excited for that. 10 out of 10. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. Do you yeah. think Jason Sudeikis is doing better without Olivia Wilde? Um, creatively, I think he's doing really great. I hope the most for the best of them. Both. I think they're going to get I hope back the together. best for the both of them, not the best for the. Do the you both think? The best can I ask your honest both opinion? Both of the best. Yeah. Do you think Harry Styles is just a phase, and she'll eventually get back with Jason Sudeikis, absolutely father of her children? Mm. I don't know much about uh, Olivia Wilde or their relationship, but, but I um, need you to comment on it anyway. Um, I would, th- I would like to think so. That's mm-hmm. like. Kind of, I don't know, there's a part of the show that I would like to think is directly influenced from their relationship because he moves to, I don't want to spoil too much, but he moves to London because he's having some sort of turbulence with his wife at the Mm. time. So, which they have a child together as well in the show and they're trying to figure out if that's going to work out or not. Do you think Harry Styles has a plan to become a step parent? No, but someone else does. I bet you Harry Styles didn't think about being a step parent, but... It happened, and it sometimes happens. Sometimes shit happens. Sometimes you are a step parent. Sometimes and you, you might fall not mean in love to. with someone who has kids. It happens more often than you think. Um, no, I do think that her and Harry Styles might break up. I don't think this is end game, but I don't think she'll get back together with Jason Sudeikis. I think she might find somebody else. Hmm. Yeah. Well, we hope the best for you, Jason. If you want to come on the podcast, please do. Elise, how was your week? My week was good. You covered two two big things in my week. We saw a movie. We did an overnight shoot, which was really cool. Look out for Derailed, uh, my Zium production coming out uh, late September. Mm-hmm. Um, this week is very strange. I I house sat for my friend, uh, who my friend Romy. She went away, and I got to rekindle my love with cats, which was very nice to spend some time with her very special guy, Leo. Um, this week is my last week at zero one one zero for a little bit don't worry you guys stop crying stop gasping nothing bad has happened i am just moving on to another show for a little bit and i will be returning in the new year what show i'm moving to tall boys on cbc it's a sketch comedy show i think it i think it's on at nine i don't know what day i well, should probably find that out whenever you want on what, cbc gem thanks cbc gem yeah. uh yeah so it's a little nerve wracking. I have like butterflies talking about it right now, but like we're all going through an emotional time, <laughs> me and Byron and Kate, like grappling with it. Me especially. 
And Maggie especially. Maggie's having a hard time with it. Maggie really struggles with it. Though as she says to Elise, don't worry, you'll just find a new Kate. <laughs> don't worry, you'll have a lot of fun anyways. But it is... I'm sure there'll be someone nicer and cooler at your other job. <laughs> Who will oh. also have a van. I mean, probably. Um, it's a little... Margaret! <laughs> yeah, there won't Shit be. To start I'm kidding, Kate. I'm kidding. It will be different though. And, and it is just like, it feels very bittersweet because like I'm really happy to take this opportunity. I'm super excited. But at the same time, it's like I'm not leaving this job on bad terms by any means. Like I wasn't fired. I'm not quitting because I like couldn't stand to be there and had to find another job. It's just this was an opportunity that was presented to me before the pandemic and it came back. Um, so yeah, I want to take it and yeah, I just try not to even think about the fact that it's happening in my head. I still am just going to my desk next week, even though in reality, I don't even know where I'm going to be next week. Uh, you could getting... work out of the zero one office if you wanted. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, don't <laughs> do that's that. a really bad idea. You'll like end up taking calls. Or just... <laughs> hey, e, can you just hop on the Zoom? Sorry, E, what's the login for Artlist? <laughs> um, yeah, so it's just a very strange transition. And I don't think it's like Kate is sad now. And Byron has some like manic episodes of being like, ha, 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 I'm going to be so funny. <laughs> um, but I think next week I'm really going to be sad when like, I'm maybe sitting in my room just on Zoom calls for like eight hours, just being like, you're not going to be sad next week. <laughs> I I will be. Um, But yeah, I'm feeling that you're going to be excited because it's going to be such a cool new place to work. <laughs> and I'm going to be with promises. the tall boys. But I already have a tall boy. His name is Elliot. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, cool. But I'm feeling that sadness with uh, a show Elliot and I were recommended last week, a show on Netflix called Sex Life. Um, we, we heard praise for this show. It's like a, they were like, oh, it's like kind of like a graphic sex show, but it's about this woman who's like, it's like a drama about this woman who's married and she has a perfect life, but she can't stop thinking about her ex-boyfriend. And we know Bridgerton had like some pretty explicit sex scenes and people were like, oh, ah, this show is awful. It is so bad. It is one of the worst shows I've ever seen. And it's double embarrassing because it's filmed in Toronto and is meant to look like it's filmed in New York City. And boy, oh boy, does it not come off like New York at all. Um, this show has the worst dialogue I've ever heard. This show has the dumbest premise I've ever heard. This show has never heard human beings. And the one thing the show has that always grinds my gear is bad child acting mm. the son in the show it's like he was like raised by an ai it's like he like saw a google algorithm that was like this is what kids like how it's, does that happen hello mama may i have some it's milk? not even like that he's like mom i want i don't want to go to school i love you so much Do you and think like, that's nepotism like how does that happen i don't know how a, it happens i think it is a very like lucky thing to have a very good child actor yeah, yeah and mm -hmm. he is not one of those he is not a good child actor he's hands down one of the worst parts of the show no. but the show every other scene is a sex scene it's like an explicit just like cunnilingus sex scene and ellie and i watched that movie a little while ago 365 days it's like a weird like fan fiction turned movie about a woman that's like kidnapped for a year and horrible <laughs> stockholm syndrome yeah, stockholm syndrome but sex sexy horrible. sexy stockholm syndrome so that's actually kind of the premise of this show but you were talking about what's the, the test called 
Bechdel test. Yeah, this show does not pass the Bechdel test, meaning that every conversation this woman and her best friend have is only about sex and their respective partners. Yeah. There is no like, how was your day? How's work going? Hey, is your mom okay? Yeah, you should definitely get your car fixed. It's it's just about, I just want to fuck him. He's so hot. Um, Do you think there's like a genre of, of like softcore porn that's yes. trying to parade as yeah, like... as like regular TV? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's 100% what this show like is. That's people, realistic. People really like it like i would just have a problem with like walking into work the next day oh what are you watching anything good oh my god i'm i just i just caught up on sex life did you see the part where he bent her over over the kitchen counter and just raw dogged her so hard she got a bruise on her face i loved that scene that scene was really good and then she (laughs) wrote a real scene it's on netflix but that's what so i'm on episode four what keeps me going is that i'm like what's the plot (laughs) like where's the story going it doesn't sound like a it sounds like a porn it's like and so then the movie the best part that show and this is a minor spoiler but if you're watching the show i'm so sorry and you should have it spoiled for you is that the husband she writes about this journal in a microsoft word document titled journal and it's not really a journal she just writes like word by word like sexy lines being like he sucked my nipples in the pool anyways her husband finds this journal and instead of like being upset and confronting his wife about her fantasies about her ex-boyfriend he just tries to act them out for her (laughs) it's just so bizarre and then he like resents her for it um that's like i love dick yeah sure that's it's literally the plot line of I well this love seems dick. like an i love dick fanfic then yeah. because like you resent is a is a strong word yeah. there because that would be like almost a subtle emotion yeah um but instead he goes i'm just trying to fuck you like brad did <laughs> that is true that is very much like i love dick yeah I I would not be shocked if this is a ripoff of that show. Like if you click through like the trending uh, Netflix thing, it is like sex life and it's like sex beast and it's like I was humped uh, at night. <laughs> it was like it's all these fucking shows. Well, I think that like your like, algorithm is a little different than mine. I was gonna say that's your algorithm. No, but it's like that's what comes up at the top. You're like new to Netflix. It's that all does these not fucking. Come up for me. I was humped that's, at night. That's be <laughs> different for every Like I survived. That's yeah. Elliot's page. Is sex life. I got humped at night, and then like the Lego Movie. Yeah, but the only Sexy. thing I the only like thing is this I, kid fifteen. The only thing I watched on Netflix was the uh, that show that we just finished. Too hot to handle. A sexy show. On I guess Netflix. it was that. That probably fucked up my that thing. But there was the other one. It was the uh, sketch comedy one that we. Oh watched. yeah, we also oh, finished. That's yeah. another thing we watched. As we watched, I think you should leave now. That happened. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, ended yeah, so quickly. Yeah, yeah. I watched that in like two yeah. hours. It felt yeah, like. it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't the strongest season of that show. There's like the one, one good one for every episode. There's yeah. like one, but then there's like in the whole series, there'd be like one really, really, really good one. Yes. Like him yeah. fucking eating that hot dog in the meeting. I was oh, so like this, laughing out oh there. Oh my God. The that one, thing. Corn cob TV. And then at the end, when everybody's like goofing off in the meeting, those were the, yeah. if you guys want to watch, I think you should leave now. Just watch those three sketches. Or Cyclone! <laughs> and he like flips the table. Or season yeah. one. Yeah, season, all of season one's pretty funny. Um, but anyways, watch it. that's my week. Um, sadness, laughter, and sexy, sexy time. Oh, yeah. Wowza. Kate, did you have a sexy week? Um, I did not have a sexy week, but I had a good week. Um, what did I do? I went on... Um, my mom and I go on walks. We did an all day walk on Sunday and it was, it was incredible. It, we went to the beaches. We walked across the entire city. We did Queen Street this time and it was, oh, nice. it was so fun. 
Um, and my destination was this water treatment plant at the very end of the beaches. So fun. So fun. <laughs> it's, um, don't you like liquid shit? <laughs> and, uh, it's like, it's so surreal. It's this, it look, it feels sort of like you're at like an old fashioned, like Regency castle, but it's just in the middle of, of Toronto and you're right on the water and there are all these sailboats. It was like. We sat and had a picnic lunch and um, I just, it's, I like, I don't get tired of going there. I can't believe it's a water (laughs) treatment. treatment (laughs) I truly can't believe it's just like a a city facility uh, in Toronto. So we had a really good time. And uh, then we we walked around all of those houses. And I, I have such a, like, I think I want to move to the beaches is what I oh. actually, I really, it's I so love it. Excuse me. I, you who every day is like, move to the West. Move to the but West. But I think we the should West talk. I think like, before you guys rent a place, we should consider going East. Because it's, it feels like you're on vacation. The Everything's like cottage themed. It's just sort of like beachy and relaxed and because you don't live there when you live there yeah. you're like everything's damp all the time like, everything is, is so downhill kitschy. everyone is it's a white family kitschy. with three kids and a dog well like that's it's, Wales it's as like well. march why is that dad wearing birkenstocks outside it's oh like i think it would really make me happy it may it certainly makes me happy now Ugh. like i it just if you told me that you live at coxwell you were like oh here i am at pape yeah. But you guys like go to the movies to have a good time and escape reality. I go to the beaches. I walk to the beaches. That's truly how I feel about it. It feels like uh, like escapism fun. It's very mm. hard to commute out the, of the beaches via the water treatment plant. That's why treatment plant. Can we? I'd like to do a day trip to the water treatment. I don't know. I'm asking your permission, but we're I'm going. In, inviting you guys to come with me one time. How is Queen Street East? Queen Street East was bopping. Um, I really also, all I, I've turned into a person I don't like. I, I'm also very into Leslieville. Walking through <sighs> Leslieville is such a good time. I think I'm just turning into an an older person in there. I'm approaching thirty. Sixties. No, Leslie feels like young couples. Hmm. It's like slightly older than King, King West. Anyway, it's like the I, next stage in life. Yeah. Um. What else have I been doing? That's it. I want to go to the water thing with you. Okay, I great. I do. And I do like the beaches. Elliot, Elise. I just don't know if I'd want to live there. I'd want to visit it every now and then. Yeah, Will you guys I go to the to water visit. treatment plant with me? I'll go to the water treatment plant, but do I'm not going to live there. No. You just you like picnic nearby. I'm not going to live at the water treatment plant. It'll be similar to the Badlands. Yeah, it was a real, real riot. But you had a good day. How's that vlog coming, by the way? It's, uh, I should get started on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, my week was great. I'm very sad <laughs> at work. Because <laughs> <laughs> Elise is leaving. I'm not really leaving. Okay. You're you're, you're very much leaving. I sent out all my like resignation email. Well, not resignation, but just like, hey, don't email me anymore. Email Kate. You know what? I just want to talk about one more thing. There's a podcast I've been listening to since early pandemic, which is when it started, called How Long Gone. It's these two New York, or one's LA, one's New York based, like media, fashion, elites. He's a DJ. The other guy does like brand consultancy for different fashion brands and um they just bring on all these different guests but it's it's kind of like a new york a lot of them are sort of like very 
don't know how to describe it. It's like a very niche world of like artists, writers, um, interesting, like influencers. They're Mm. all part of this like world, this like echelon that it's just very foreign to me, but they just talk about how they've figured out they'd like shoot the shit. But along the way, it's kind of about like how they get to their career, but it's, it's no one takes themselves seriously but they're all very successful. Like it's, it's really kind of niche. And I've just, I decided today I was listening to they, the guests they bring on just each person opens up like a different world for me of like a possible career, a possible like way to live your life, something to be interested in. And, um, I, I just genuinely love it so much. And it's just two guys. Sometimes they just shoot the shit. And most of the time it's interviews with these people. Um, and I, I like, I can't get enough of it. It comes out three times a week and I've listened to every single wow. episode. Wow. Do you, how long gone? Do you want to be a DJ? Yeah, that's what I'm here to say. I'd like to be a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like, like when oh. Edward asks Bella tw- a question in Twilight, do you want to be a DJ? <laughs> do you want to be a DJ? <laughs> Bob Dylan. How old do you think I am? <laughs> Hop on, spider. Uh, yeah. Sorry. What was the name of the podcast? How long gone? How long gone? How long gone? Do you want to listen to it? Did I sell you? Yeah, sounds cool. So this week we have another edition of Night at the Drive-In. And uh, this week I picked the movie. And it's a movie that whenever it's on TV, I have to watch this movie. Just brings a big smile on my face. Because in a lot of ways I think this is a truly great film. Is it a perfect film? No. That's National Treasure. That's National Treasure. We already talked about that one. Uh... But, you know, this movie came out before I was born. And I don't remember the first time I watched it, but I remember as soon as I was like, this movie is, this is going to be one that I'm going to remember. Oh, yeah. The year was 1994. The director, a little known man named James Cameron. The film is True Lies. How'd it go at the convention, honey? You were the big hit of the show. It's fantastic. I love the computer business. For 15 years, Harry Tasker's been leading a double life. Mr. President, one of our best men is inside. Transmitting now. Right on time. I don't believe I've met you before. Rehnquist. Harry Rehnquist. Listen to the following code word. Helen. H-E-L-E. True Lies, released July 1994. Directed by James Cameron, you know, of T2 fame. Uh, Later went on to do Titanic, Avatar, also did Aliens. This is a runtime of two hours and 21 minutes. It's a very long movie. It felt longer this time than I remember it feeling. Uh, It grossed $378 million and stars the one and only Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jamie Lee Curtis. Alfred Schwarzenegger. Alfred Schwarzenegger. This is one of the first movies to have over a $100 million budget. Yes. Really? And I remember I like said that, I was like, how expensive was this movie? And Brian very. was like, very expensive. And I was like, most movies are $100 million. And he was like, that was like 25 years ago. Yeah, that was, was a lot of ones. money back then. Yeah. It Why? still is now, but... Because they're like, all the sets are practical. Should we have a dialogue or should we do a huge stunt? Should we fucking blow up this bridge? Let's do a stunt. What's the whole thing? They're like, like, let's think of what the craziest stunt that we could do and let's do it. And let's do it practically. (laughs) Should we get good sexy music for the strip twos? No. Strip twos, strip tees? No. Get a helicopter. But with history, that's been proven right because that's a very like famous scene and horrible music. Horrible music, but nobody nobody talks about the music. 
A fearless, globe-trotting, terrorist-battling secret agent has his life turned upside down when he discovers his wife might be having an affair with a used car salesman while terrorists smuggle nuclear warheads into the United States. That sounds like quite a movie. It is quite a movie. What did you guys think? (laughs) Um, I loved Bill Paxton in this movie. Who's Bill Paxton? The used car salesman. Oh, you I didn't recognize him that was in this Bill movie. I thought it was a really good character. What is your barometer? Bill? Oh, I don't like like he's not a likable person. I just thought that that character was like a good part of the movie. The guy who just pees himself a lot. Bill Paxton, and it's just like so slimy, and he's without just a good doubt at it. the best character in this movie. A hundred and ten percent. Thank you, Elliot. But his character and he gives the best performance in the entire about. movie. His character is dickless. When he screams that, it's great. And all his lines are so good. That and the fourteen-year-old daughter. Yeah, yeah great I thought she stole the show. But no, that she's character the doesn't make any sense. He, his character makes no sense. Does it? Why? Why doesn't he make sense? <laughs> because it's like he spends all his free time just like trying to trick women into thinking he's a spy, and yeah. he's like he goes so hard at it that I'm like, this seems like a wait. This seems like it would probably just be easier to date normally. No, because he's I, he is a degenerate. He That's has a what complex. He, does. That's he has his a whole weird thing. complex. That's I don't believe thing. that Jamie Lee Curtis goes to have lunch by herself, reads a book at a Chinese restaurant. At her lunch break, I just don't. Buy, I do. I don't buy that. Kate, I literally used this, to do that. This is a movie <laughs> waiting for someone to notice. This is a movie where a guy runs down a snow hill, turns around, and headbutts two dogs' heads together. That was yeah, this incredible. is where a man rides a horse through a shopping mall while chasing a terrorist I on a motorcycle. Possibility issues with that, but her having lunch by herself, I was like, she'd go with her friends. She has like work friends. <laughs> it's lunchtime. Yeah, but maybe they don't have the same lunch hour. Maybe she was busy that day. You're getting down in the Maybe weeds she with the wrong specifics here. Alone time because she's at the office all day just jibber jabbering with her friends and she's like, you know what, on my lunch break, I'm like the dumb go bitch she is. Yeah. But is she supposed to be dumb? Because she falls for this shit. No, she's not. No. But she is at this point where she's like, I have no excitement in my life, and then this thing is thrown in front of her. She's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to see where this goes. Right. And you know, it turns out to be something that is just shitty. Also, yeah. I don't think she's a dumb bitch. I was just referencing the way that men yes. talk about women in this movie. We'll, yes. We'll, we'll get back to that. But that I, is the yeah. most problematic part of this movie. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. No, it's not. not. <laughs> no, it's, it's the, That's the like the tip of the iceberg. I think the, sec- the sexism is like the second. Yeah. The racism is the first. I think the racism yeah. is the first. We're, okay. Well, the portrayal of extremists. Just that all terrorists are extreme Muslims, extremist Muslims. And they're all goofy and idiots. Right. And yeah. But that that is because this whole movie is goofy and outlandish yes. and that they are taking a slice out of everybody. Right. Nobody is at 10 out of 10 and like full on serious in this movie. Had and this they is been coming Russian, off of- it would have been the same deal. Well, this was also right after the bombing in the World Trade Center in the early 90s. I don't know if you guys know that. Oh, but, I didn't know that. But a group of extremists, terrorists, whatever you want to call it at that time, drove uh, a van into the basement and blew up a car bomb. And they thought it would do way more damage than it did. But it actually only affected the basement and the lower parking. Whoa. But they still yeah. evacuated. But like one person died. Like it was a failed uh, attack. So yeah. even worse, like I feel like if they had picked like Russia or like irish mob or like italian or like when people just like the the overall like chinese mob that means nothing but like picking like 
Yeah, it it wasn't like Arabs. Like it wasn't for random for them to pick it that. No, very, this was like on the cusp up. of there it's being a war in the Middle but East. That's what was trendy of that time. Exactly, it's very like a trendy villain. Yay, America! The, yeah. the Marines, the Crimson Jihad. Oh that's my like God. crazy. Yeah. Thank you, Marines. Yeah. Thank you, Marines. And what? Yeah, the, his yeah. name. What was his like, Harry? Taskin? No, the terrorist. Oh, he had like a ridiculous name that was like Abba was ri- Aziz. Yeah, it was yeah. so ridiculous. That actor was out of work for like over a year and James Cameron gave them this role and he was like $35,000 in debt and he got this money wow. and he got to pay off his debt. So it worked out uh, for him. James Cameron, a racist with a heart. Racist with a heart. <laughs> but this racist, is, but he pays him. This <laughs> is a point in time where James Cameron was still making movies that were trying to be fun. Mm-hmm. Like, it's before he made Titanic, and then that's when it changed, which was two years after this. Right. And then he completely But Titanic went. still has the same, like, quippy... He still needs the same characters. Like, Bill Paxton's still in it, and there's some yeah. dude still being like... Well, he has Bill Paxton in tons of his movies. Why do they love each other so much? Because Bill Paxton is one of my favorite actors ever. He is yeah, I so love good. Bill Paxton. But even J- like Jack Dawson and then Titanic, like James Cameron has such a style of like, of, like of what like a male protagonist is. Yeah. And yeah. it's like a, like sort of a no That's nonsense so dude true. who just says the like, yeah. And the same in Avatar. And like, just, the, yeah. like the love interest who like is kind of having to fight her way through, but it's doing it in very like, clumsy ways like yeah. rose is trying to like get herself out but she is like she's useless just like jamie lee curtis and this is just like sexy he, and it's so a guy useless. who thinks he likes women but doesn't actually think of them as equals yeah yeah a woman can't have her own story no but i did have a lot of fun watching this elliot i yeah i had such a good time this yeah. movie is just but like i was you, laughing and smiling the you whole can't, time. you can't look at it with a 2021 pair <laughs> of glasses smiling. on it i yeah. can't help it but yes you can't help it but whatever but like it's like it's so <laughs> it's like it is so fun just from beginning to end it yeah. doesn't take itself it is like cheese to the max yeah. and it's like him fucking headbutting those two dogs you or like know you're in for he fights those guys in the the washroom he throws the guy's head in the toilet and says cool off yeah, or like cool sh- shit off. like oh that God. it's like and it's arnold schwarzenegger coming off of like the height of arnold schwarzenegger like after t2 after all the other movies he was doing kindergarten cop and last action hero and like everything and you're supposed to buy that this six foot two 300 pound man is supposed to be this spy who can just inconspicuously walk in and out there's a scene yeah, right at the beginning a lake. right at the beginning when he's in that there's mansion and he walks and he like bumps into somebody and he says something in Arabic mm-hmm. and there's a bracket underneath it. Perfect it says Arabic. perfect Arabic. <gasps> yeah. And I'm That's like, so funny. fuck yeah. Like yes. it is like, just like that stuff. I'm like, yes, this Everybody movie knows exactly. speaking Arabic. French at the beginning. Oh yeah. And no one knowing who he is. I or was when like, he starts wow. yelling about the garlic or the food yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and everyone's yeah. like, what are you talking about? What Arnold had the hardest time with during this movie was not any of the action scenes. It was learning how to do the tango because he has to do it twice in this he movie. He's doing very good. He doesn't do He's a terrible dancer, but he's also just like he's not great at acting, which makes this. I think yeah. it is the perfect oh, yes. role for him because it is like we are making whatever the the goofiest James Bond movie that you could yes. possibly yeah. make, right? It's like what yeah. we were talking about with Nicolas Cage. It's like what they wouldn't let Nicolas Cage do, just like yeah, do it punching somebody way. or like knocking like pedestrians out of the way and being like, "Thank you," and then yeah, like, the way yeah. he like leaves his wife, and he's like. Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it seems like what, like if National, like the wink. If yeah. National Treasure had like this much cheese on it, yeah. it would be, yeah. I, for me, more enjoyable. Because right. it's like, it's very straight laced cheese though, in the same way that National Treasure is like, he's like riding this horse through a mall. Oh, so in the elevator. Brilliant. And he gets in the elevator mm. and he's chasing this terrorist 
who's on a motorcycle and the terrorist goes off the roof of the mall, jumps across the street and lands in a pool on the other side of the street. Yeah. And then Arnold Schwarzenegger backs the horse up to do the same thing. Yes. And there's not even like a like a silly moment of like, well, I guess we're going to do it. He just he just does, does it. it. It's yeah. just like, well, that's the next obvious we're course like, of action. I guess I'm going to die. And you're for like, this. I also like that when he's in the elevator, there's an older couple in with him with yeah. the horse and the Fine wife animal. goes, say something, say something. And the, animal, and the mm. husband goes, yeah. That's a fine animal. That's a fine animal. I guess (laughs) it's like, oh, the jokes just keep coming. But like National Treasure, this is also very much like a movie that can only exist in this period of time because no cell phones, whatever. Um, But also just like the humor, like the things that took me out of it sometimes is like, again, it has like we've been talking a lot about like comedic supporting characters. All the last three movies we've talked about, like including Monsters, Inc. have like Tom Arnold. The side character that's like goofy and funny. But this guy who sits in the van, all he does is just like berate women, which like I guess maybe if you were watching movies in that time, that was funny. But like he's had a tough past with wives. He's had a tough past with wives. And it's not even like it's offensive or I don't like it. It just I was like, I was just like, what's the joke? Like, he's just like, don't bitch. bitch. Okay. Yeah. There's a few points that even I was like, okay, you know, he's like, women, you can't live with them and you can't kill them. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) He says, Said that he, says, he says 10 seconds of joy 30 years of misery yeah. so I wrote that one it's like what your 14 year old daughter she probably got a, an, an abortion. abortion yeah like crazy that's why she's been stealing money from me oh my god when he like when Arnold has the he gets out of that van to like before the chase scene he puts the sunglasses on with the big trench coat with yeah. the, the cigarette camera and he's oh. just like yeah. he smokes cigarettes how you do like <laughs> just like oh, yeah, spitting out air but he he coughs at first yeah. I think they try and make it like he can't smoke yeah. i relate yeah. it's so funny my dad i was watching it i started it my dad came i was like oh what are you watching i was like i'm watching true lies he's like oh okay and he goes back upstairs and he comes down with a dessert and drink to sit <laughs> down and watch it and he's just so like cute. and then that scene comes and he's like sunglasses on at night huh <laughs> and he's like, yeah I love that he thought should've... he was leaving, but so he was just getting supplies. <laughs> just like, oh, we're but in like, for a movie. We should have had this... him on the pod Paul. for the review. Yeah, because, like, review. I think this movie does what uh, Fast and Furious movies try and do, where they try to like just build and build and build and get crazier and crazier and crazier. Because like it, it like one ups itself with every scene. Yeah. Like when he walks into his uh, his CIA headquarters or whatever, Omega. right? And it's Omega Sector. And then underneath yeah. it says the last line of defense. And you're like, yeah. oh my God. And then Charlton Heston, who's in this movie for only two scenes, has an eye patch. Oh, yeah. oh for no- right. And it, we no- but he's only I in for totally two scenes, but he, he has that. to have the eye patch. Do you think Absolutely. Marvel, like, what's his name? Marvel. Nick Fury. Do you think he's, like, based off of this guy? And not based off of him, but do you think he's, like, inspired I think his by character is reference? based off of the original Nick Fury, who was white. Oh, yeah, in okay. the comics. Okay. Can I say what frustrated me, though, is that he, as a character, was just one dimensional to a point of like, I think the movie would have been better if he'd been like tempted by the sexy art woman or oh, like yeah. a little bit frustrated with his current life. Like, I he's he's stuck in domestic, agree. in this domestic life with a, people who don't know or understand him, and he doesn't seem to care. He just has unfailing love for this kind of dull woman and she loves him in return and like there's just like the 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 debate of the movie the like problem of the movie is never 
do they actually love each other? Or like, is this life? Yeah, the relationship right? is never in turmoil. They always are like, just can't communicate properly. Yeah, that's like, the issue. And he I was just like, like wants I don't to think that's point. the issue. <laughs> yeah, it's like they had they had absolutely no chemistry. And yeah. I think the movie almost would have been better if he was like estranged from his wife and daughter yeah. and the situation yes. happened. So it was like he could like kind of flirt with the with yeah. the weird art lady like Juno Skinner. Because I was and like, like, why be, are you bringing on this woman who's yeah. just has no oh interest in and could like, be like tempted yeah. by her and then like in he has to make a decision to like save his wife and family and like yes, jeopardize this like sexy character arc that's a really yeah. good rewrite they, i really like that. they just had no chemistry and it was like yeah and i just felt like why does this man need a wife and kids it doesn't really do anything no i disagree because he's a square you disagree why 100 percent, i disagree because this this movie is based off of a french movie mm-hmm. which arnold brought to james cameron because arnold script no, a French movie. Oh, they made it. Yeah, it's called La Totale. Oh, wow. And it's about this spy that has a double life. He just like leaves a normal life during the day and then at night he's a spy or whatever. It does feel very French actually now that, that you does. say that. Yeah. And then he brought it to James Cameron. He's like, he's let's make this man. movie. And this was, like one of the, spy. this was like one of the first James Cameron movie that's not science fiction. He like did this with Arnold. It's whatever. pretty science fiction. They The girl <laughs> jumped off of a crane into a fire pilot. Had you guys pilot. all seen this movie before? No, this is my first time oh, okay. seeing it. I've never seen I've it. I've seen it before. Well, I'd seen the sexy dance before. Yeah, what was your like biggest scene that you remember? Was it like the, the helicopter? Dance. Was it the sexy dance? I didn't remember anything except the sexy For me, it was the helicopter. Helicopter. I remembered all of it. I love you watch it once a week. Like the Jamie Lee Curtis hanging off the helicopter. I think the yeah. the dance scene is probably the most famous or when he's on the jet and he says, you're fired and shoots the guy fired. on the missile through the building yeah. into the helicopter. the helicopter on the other side. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Really incredible. Great. You're Very good fired. work. And like whoever, whatever man or woman who designed the jet that can go up just like and hover, give this person the medal. Yeah. This is the coolest thing ever. Is that just, a real plane? Oh, yeah. You used to be able to get those in like Grand Theft Auto. Whoever had that just that destroyed makes everything. That you could get it in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, it's it actually in a video game. Because they are, they borrowed them from. No connection to reality. They borrowed three of them from the military yeah. to use for How this movie. How was that not their whole budget? I knew that that, I yeah, like as soon as I saw sense. that, I was like, this is, because I knew that they made miniatures, but I was like that, there's certain scenes where you can tell that the frame rate doesn't match up and it's a different grain. So you're like, okay, well, when this is obviously. the bridge. No, but not even, there's like a part where the plane takes off and then it's flying along the bridge and it looks completely different than the rest of the film. And you're like, oh, okay, this was, that's probably practical. Like they actually flew that jet. But like, how much money that must have cost to, yeah. to rent those and like I don't even understand how you go about like securing insurance for that like you're pretty yeah. much being like hey I hope the White House uh, you know yeah. is fine if we spot them if I we think fucking for the last scene they had attached one of the planes or part of it to a crane on the top of that building to have it kind of swing around so Arnold could actually be in it and like they could shoot down and like see him in the plane or like how she would like fall on top of it and stuff like that. I thought that would have been like a reconstruction, like a like a prop. Apparently they built it on a crane or something crazy. And like yeah. that scene when he's on the helicopter leaning out to grab Jamie Lee Curtis, it was actually Jamie Lee Curtis. And it was, yeah. I don't know if it was him who was holding her, but like that was, she I, did that I'm scene. I'm not certain wow. they touched in real life at all during this they movie. No chemistry. Yeah. I, but I think a stand-in was used. I never times. thought about their chemistry. That's not the point. It's like who, what, what but actress? Not the point. But it, what it actor lowered, has chemistry with Arnold Schwarzenegger? 
I don't know, but it just really lowered stakes for me. Probably guess that nanny he had. Um, It just really lowered the stakes because I was like, well, does he even care if she lives? (laughs) Yeah, because the whole point is he's he's fighting for his wife and then he thinks is cheating on him. And then their daughter gets kidnapped by the Crimson Jihad and he doesn't even tell her. He's the sand spider. That's his name. He just leaves her on the runway and then he's like, bye. And then goes to he's like, they're like, they got Dana. Dana. That Dana, the and then da- he leaves. I think Dana? the daughter to me is the worst part of this movie. No, because, she's the best part. Oh, she's great. No, because she is awful from the beginning. I, you, she's, she is a bitch. No, she Elliot. just like she's so rude <laughs> in this movie. You can't say <laughs> that. She's, she's a, a teenager. teenager. Yeah, she's but a I know. But like, girl. you there has to be the women in this movie bitches. <laughs> no, you sound like Tom Arnold. You sound like <laughs> fucking okay, part Gib. of the problem. Yeah, and I think Tom Arnold deserved an Oscar. Just quickly, Tom Arnold does have like the best line of the movie at the beginning when he's at their house and their daughter's wearing that helmet to go get picked up by her boyfriend he goes i remember my first time getting shot out of a cannon yeah i laughed out loud at great that That is a good line so stupid even james cameron is not really looked at fondly is he no 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 no. he's kind of yeah he's yeah Yeah. like it's not very nice to women i don't think yeah that's what i've that's what i've based off of this movie i don't I, I I believe that right, yeah. and that in this that this kind of starts that conversation of the art versus the artist kind of thing, right? Yeah. Whether or not you acknowledge both of them or whatever. Well, yeah, I think this movie though, like very much, is kind of both. Is like it's the art, but you can also see how the artist, their influence, really affects how this movie's presented. Yeah. The content is very uh... like you could do this movie a lot of different ways. Yeah, you could. like it make... would still be funny if like women being um like stick in the muds wasn't the joke it would be a better movie if jamie lee curtis wasn't just like accidentally killing all those people but she just like actually killed like Like, she at some point she wasn't like fumbling around and screaming but was just like actually capable because that was one thing rewatching it like when i was a kid jamie lee curtis's character was like my favorite and i thought she was such a badass and i was like she gets blackmailed into being a prostitute yeah. and she's just like okay i was watching it back i'm like oh no she's just like useless and kind of dumb and i'm like but when i was a kid i was like oh jamie lee curtis in this movie reminds me of my mom i like, genuinely sexy, i was like, like that's my mom up. like that's her and <laughs> those are back, her titties that's my mom <laughs> and looking back i'm like that's so bad that's i would hope that my mom would not act like that i hope that she like in in danger would yeah be able to like handle herself yeah and then she becomes a spy in the end like yeah. how that, Named she had no doris. qualifications for Named that. boris and doris <laughs> it's Killer. a cheese fest this whole thing it's like you're not supposed to you're you guys are trying to write the rules <laughs> of what the, the but it could have still been a cheese fest and have her be a badass yeah, yeah. i don't think those two things are synonymous like that like you have to have a cheese mr movie. and mrs but she'd smith never, she had never been in any of those scenarios leading up to those moments yeah but yeah. it, it would have been like unbelievable but funny if she was like capable yeah, it, she doesn't have to be like at Arnold Schwarzenegger's level, no. but if she could have just been like a capable woman, like she is, I think towards the end when she like when she wrestles the gun out of the girl's hand and yeah. like that whole thing that happens. Awesome. Yeah. But then as soon as like she sees the, she, Get me just like freaking out, like anyways, whatever that is, what it is. But the thing that I found the most unrealistic about this movie, Elliot, is at the very end, after a year later, they're all just sitting in the kitchen having a thumb war. Does yeah. nobody need therapy? Yeah. Nobody needs a protective order. Nobody needs to be Maybe like that. Was their task of therapy was to like bond over games. They're not been like called to the Senate to like 
you know, have a deposition. But it's like it is it's like, <laughs> that that is because it's more. it's supposed to mirror like the beginning of this movie, right? Yeah. Because the beginning of this movie is you see Arnold, he's kicking ass, he's fucking doing all the crazy stuff, but then he comes home and he's just the boring dad, right? He just wants to sit and have dinner with his family and, and everything. The life they go but back then to. at the end of this movie, everyone is now a part of that, so that everyone comes home and it's like we're just going to be the family. We're going to thumb war, but then the phone rings and it's like Boris and Doris, you're on. And then they go and they kind dance in like the thing. Spy Kids. So I exactly do, like I do Spy like Kids. Mr. But Mrs. in Spy Kids, the mom, the wife is like she's a fucking she's badass. much cooler. She's yes, but how long after that? was that movie made than this movie? Uh, Spy That's Kids is 2000. It's still f- six years, and I think a lot of but stuff happened in those six years. Alien, another James Cameron. Why couldn't he have just applied? But uh, Alien, she's naked for half of that movie. That's true. I know, but she's quite an. And he didn't do Alien. Like, he did Aliens, which is like aliens. the fucking crazy. Yeah. Ridley fight Scott one. did Alien. Okay, and I like Alien. I've like I've never seen Alien. Obviously, there are. Sorry, I just turned my flashlight on. There's like, like the more you look at it and the longer you watch it, there you can pick it apart more and more. But if you kind of squint and like, I don't know, just <laughs> like, head. if you just like take it for what it is and then just a spectacle, just like yeah. sit in your couch and you just watch Arnold beat the shit out of a oh, bunch I of people. Yeah, time. It was like, like a fun movie to watch. Like how many overall, people's necks does he break in like that one scene when they're on so that island many. by themselves? He just like snaps everybody's neck and he like kicks up the AK-47 and kills everybody. Yeah. What does he yeah. say? The the line that uh, Bill Paxton says when they're in the car, he says, the vet gets them wet. That's what he says. Yeah, the Corvette. <laughs> yeah. Brutal. Oh my god. I didn't even take that in. What a line. He says. And then when he's like trying to convince her that like uh he has she has to be his wife in Paris and that like, you know, they have to pull it off. (laughs) And then she freaks in, he's like, see, that's what I'm talking about. We gotta we gotta it's awkward for me too. Like kind of like it is sleazy and gross, but it's like oh for that character is so strange and weird, and I think he's great. Yeah, he did do a good job. Oh, he's so good. So you guys didn't like it? No, we did I like know. it. I did like it. It doesn't sound like you liked it. Oh, we, I, it I really liked fun. it. I just have to like acknowledge the parts that like don't really age well. That's all. Yeah. I, I give it an eight Jamie Lee Curtis strip teases out of ten. Nice. I give it a nine. Nine what? A Jamie Lee uh, strip teases. Strip cheese. String cheeses. <laughs> Jamie Lee strip cheese. Yes, I gave it. uh, We should picture that after Activia. Do you want to do strip cheese ads? (laughs) What the fuck is a strip cheese? I give it eight and a half uh, Jamie Lee (laughs) Curtis strip cheese. You just went. (laughs) Wasn't even allowed. You give it eight and a half? Yeah. So you don't even give it a 10. No, because like I see where the problems are, like you guys, right. and I can't turn like my brain off. Sexism and racism. I lower yeah. mine down. It's a sex. But like I have, like it's like one of those things where you have an attachment from watching it before yes. you, before yeah. you realize all this before stuff. Before you were woke. And I get scared. The more I watch it, I'm gonna have more and more problems with it. Yeah. As time goes on, because you know everything, the world changes. But human rights are human. Uh, oh my god. Animal rights activists are going to start talking about the dog's treatment. Yes. Or when that or little dog gets pulled horse. across the street. I was going to say, even him walking the dog. Yeah. Or him like, berating the horse, being like, you're not doing a good job. It's like, he didn't want to die. He's a cop. That was the whole thing. You're not yeah. a very good cop. That's like, the he was right. a great cop. Funny. He rode in an elevator. He was yeah. a very, he did, he did his job. Very good. He did his I job thought very he did well. a really good job. I and he, he backed up job. and saved Arnold. Yeah. Well, great choice. I loved it. Everybody go home and watch True Lies. Or watch it now if you're at home.
or yeah, sure. Actually, you it's very difficult to watch at home. I how did you guys watch it? I did a I subscribed to Stars. Yeah, I had to, I had Free to subscribe trial. to Stars. It's well. on Criterion. It's not. Well, it's on Crave Stars, but. Uh, for some reason, I'm logged out of Kate's Crave. It's for some reason one of the only uh, James Cameron movies that hasn't been converted to Blu-ray yet, which is a travesty. Anyway. All right, bye. Next time, guys. See you bye. later. Bye. Keep it loose. <laughs>